stolen visa. The local account of attribution commodity has compared to rule out relationship for the attribution of the connection. This can be proven different ways. We look at water, daga, and water cement. Brick home doesn't have a value. Then repay it in a certain format, make it structure of your home. Now, there's a certain value that's attached, and we want people to show some respect. And the same daga, water, stone, used must deducting, must deduct. Now, there's a different level of respect. Now, if anybody shows lightest disrespect, all case will be put up. Reprimand the person. You know who, what is this? House of Allah need to show respect. In the primary stage, primary level, it will not be registered. But now it's attached to the masjid, it's got a level of respect. Then the same stone, water, daga, etc. is used on the Kaaba. Now it's not only respected, but if someone finds a way to get some piece of the stone, he'll keep it with him for the rest of his life. And he'll make a bequest that when I die, this buried this wood. Now in his initial stages, there wasn't that respect. But because of the attribution, respect, the value I just picked up. So this is now the whole philosophy and the whole wisdom of life. Now, the same concept can be applicable to every other thing as well. Buildings, structures is just one. Every other thing also, the same concept can be used and you'll find the value. Man primarily is made of sand. Right? Then come into a certain family, to a certain lineage. Now there's a certain respect and a certain reputation that comes with that lineage or that family. Just now you were nothing, and then the same sand, same dust, transform into a human being. And after that was attributed to a certain family or a certain household, now there's a certain level of respect. So now if anybody shows scant regard or tries to hurt now, now everybody will be up in arms attacking that person. Who is this? My child, my brother, my friend, my father. Whoever you dare do this. Then you have to look at the primary, primary, the original format. Then because of the attribution now, the respect just grows. The respect grows, the value picks up just because of attribution. And when there's a failure of understanding and recognizing attribution, then this is a collapse and a failure of life. Kufar said, Mali hadar rasuli He's a man like us. Rasul is a man like us. So his needs, we go for go out for our needs. Coming from the same species, coming from Adam Ali Salam, all are the same. So what's the difference between us and him? So the whole understanding, the whole reasoning went off because they didn't understand the philosophy and the wisdom of attribution. Had they understood the philosophy and the understanding, the value that attribution brings up, they wouldn't have said. They make this type of statement, Now, those that understand and know the value of Rasulullah, they know that even the dust that touches his Mubarak body is greater than the sky. The sky is so great, the very dust his Mubarak body lies greater than all the seven skies. All that we can imagine now, how great is the Mubarak body of Rasulullah Pak Apart from the person, just the body of Rasulullah Pak and it's so great. So people that went off track, they went off the track on account of not recognizing attribution. <coughs> Again, look at the masjid, <coughs> this is an example. Right? Someone understands that it is the masjid, the house of Allah Ta'ala, and I'm going to talk to Allah Ta'ala, it is his house, Baytullah, it is the house of Allah Ta'ala. I'm going to talk to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and Allah Ta'ala is the creator of the universe, heavens and the earth. So I'm going here to talk to him. Right? When he's got this in his mind, that I'm going to the house of Allah Ta'ala to talk to him, he is the creator of the universe, he makes things happen, it is he that fulfills every need, and it is with him that you bring satisfaction, you gain satisfaction, fulfillment and understanding. So now if you know Allah Ta'ala, then you know the value of the house. You know the value of the house, and as you are proceeding towards the masjid, and the whole mind is different. I'm going to talk to Allah Ta'ala, it's His house, and what state of mind must I have? What must be my, my dress like, my attire like, my behavior like, every step to the road to the house of Allah Ta'ala, how must I behave? His whole take will be different. His whole understanding will be different. He'll behave differently, he'll walk differently, he'll have a different concern. Now just look at the opposite. The opposite is also true. He just left the house, went to the house, to the masjid, 
like Jumma Namaz, he didn't understand whose house it is. What it is, he didn't understand. Because one of those places, I'll meet my friends, some socializing after Juma Namaz and that's over. So he didn't understand where he's going to, whose house it is, who is stepping into, what the house is like, and and who is whose house. He didn't understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you're not going to understand the house, and you're not going to show that type of respect. So you're not going to show that type of respect, then you'll come out of the house of Allah ta'ala. But no feelings, no change, no difference in your outlook. I was explaining someone when I came to my senses in early 1960s, and I used to see people returning from Hajj, going to Hajj and returning from Hajj. Time used to be a bigger affair when someone is going for Hajj and is returning from Hajj. Mighty, great, great. But in those years, you would find a marked difference in the people as they return from Hajj. His behavior would be different, his punctuality on namaz would be different, his attire would be different, his take towards deen would be different, his respect for anything related to deen would be absolutely different. Now he's a changed person. But the same person has come back. And what brought about this magnificent, significant change in him? It is the frame of mind that he went, not in the ordinary house. Now this is the Baytullah, the central... The, most central place where all the masjids are all connected, they're connected to the same point and all are facing the same direction. This is the most central point where all the masjids find their, their direction. He's going with that frame of mind, showing that respect, he understands what he's going for. Oh, there is a significant difference in that person's life. Now, compared to what's going on today, you're going for Umrah and Hajj and everything else, but you don't find a difference in the person's behavior, his ways, his mannerisms, his interaction, his socializing, his dealings, all are the same. Sometimes it becomes even worse. But he's gone to these places here and no significant change in the person's whole behavior. That means he didn't know where he's going to, what he's going for, and what he must be, how he must behave himself. So then <clears throat> one is the respect that we show to the place because of attribution. One is the respect that we show to the person. Before he was an ordinary person, now he's the Rasul of Allah. Ta'ala. He is the messenger of Allah. Now how do we relate to him now? Before was like one of us. We didn't know what was his value. But now that we got to know that he is the Rasul of Allah Ta'ala, then what should be our relationship with him now? He's the same person who is a dif- different person. Obviously, he's a different person. How do we relate to him now? Then those that recognize Rasul Pakistan, they understood what he was, then they derived the maximum benefit. They understood what he was, they recognized him, they understood what he was, what was his position, what was his status, and their lives just changed. At that point, their lives just changed. There are. Then every one of them, and their lives changed, and the Quran has declared Radiallahu Anhum Allah Ta'ala's pleasure has been declared for them. Allah Ta'ala has declared His pleasure for them. When He's declared His pleasure for them, understand when Allah Ta'ala declares something, then there's no cancelling. Because uh, our approval or our pleasure is proportionate to our knowledge and understanding. We see the person good now, so we'll say he's a good person. But we don't know what the next moment holds for him. Tomorrow what he's going to be like, we don't. So our decision is like what we see the person doing now, how he's behaving now. What he's going to be tomorrow, someone asked you for a reference, for a proposal that came in, and I seem to be a very good person. And then after three months, he discovered that he was a druggie or he's a womanized guy. And I say, but hey, what happened? You gave me a wrong reference. You know, at that time, I saw him, this was his behavior. Now, what the future holds for me or for you, nobody can tell. He changed, that's not my response, I'm not responsible. So that happens to mankind. But Allah Ta'ala, His knowledge covers all time, all places, all people. So when He declares His pleasure for anybody, then that pleasure is perpetual. <clears throat> that means that this person is going to remain straight right to the end of his life. There's not going to be any changes, any cancellations, nothing at all. He's just going to carry on in the same line. So when Allah Ta'ala declares His pleasure, radiyallahu anhum wa raduan, that He is pleased with them, and they are pleased with Him, and this is just going to escalate all the time. It's going to escalate there's not going to be any collapse and any downfall thereafter. Then again, just on account of association, we're talking of attribution, association. 
what happened to these people that had seen Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Then again, Allah says, "Afallahu an." We have forgiven them. They were human beings. They were not malaika, and they weren't rasuls or ambiya. They were human beings. And every human being can have some weakness, some weak mistake. But in spite of the mistake, Allah says, "Walakadafa ankum," that we have forgiven the last of them. Everyone is forgiven. Now we are still the quandary. We are still balancing. We don't know which side we're going to go. And with regards to the people that have seen Rasulullah with Iman, Allah has already declared his happiness and already declared his happy has his forgiveness for them. So are we in a position to criticize them or speak out against them? Are we in that? Can we do that? It's stupidity because we don't know where we are going. We don't know we're going to Jannah, going for some problems, some troubles on the next side, on the next end. We don't know. But them Allah has already declared, forgiven, I'm pleased with you and you are pleased with me. Right. For them, Allah has already taken a decision. We Have we got any such a decision? Any such guarantee? Do we have that guarantee? We don't have So then, won't it be really, really stupid and foolish to condemn, criticize those people Allah has already approved they are Jannatis and they are they have gained my pleasure. And again, Allah has declared about them, Not only pleasure, not only forgiveness, The last one of them, Allah promised them Jannat. All of you are Jannat. Whoever you are, the highest of the Sahaba, or the lowest of the Sahaba provided state of Iman with Teen Rasulullah then I promise all of you is Jannah. All of you are in Jannah. Now, do we have some guarantee? Do we have some, some immunity like this? We don't have it. Yes. Now, then what Allah wants from us with regards to the Sahaba, I showed you their position and how Allah holds them in his side, what they are. So Allah says <coughs> about the Jannah, the Awalun, right? those that are foremost, Ansar, the Muhajirin. Then he rounds it up because he knows, all right, Ansar, they have gone, the Muhajirin, they have gone already, already in Jannah, right? But now we are still lagging behind. Now, how do we get there? So Allah knows our sentiments, he knows what's in our minds, he knows how we feel, right? We have some emotions. So, how do we get, get there? So Allah, he answers it. He knows what's in your mind, he knows your emotions, your feelings, your anxiety that's in your mind, he knows about it. So he says, So if you want to be linked up to them, and you want to get to Jannah, and you want to also be in the same level as, as them, then you just follow them with all sincerity, not grudgingly, but in all sincerity, in all love and respect, then you just follow them. That's all. So a simple example to illustrate this. <coughs> you want a train to be moving, then the train to be moving, you try two, two things, right? One thing that the train requires is an engine, right? Without the engine, can the train move? And the second thing that the train requires to move, it requires that the train be on the track. So say, for example, it's got an engine, <coughs> but it's not on the track, can it move? And, or the coaches are all there, but minus the engine, can it move? So the Sahaba Ikram are the engine. One on Sahaba Ikram, like one engine can take, can take, 30, 40 coaches take all. Right. So one of the Sahabi is so great, you can take the whole world to Jannah. But the requirement is, do we keep ourselves connected? Is the coaches required that they keep themselves connected to the engine? So our requirement is we keep connected to them. But we broke away from them, or we went off the track, and we find our way to Jannah. We break away from them. Or we went off the track, then can we find ourselves? Remain connected to the Sahaba Kiram. The moment you remain on the track and remain connected to the Sahaba Kiram, then Allah says, Radiallahu anhum Then Allah will be pleased with you as well. So, for everything in this life, there are procedures. You want to become a doctor, then go to school, educate yourself, etc. Eventually, you'll become a doctor, right? So, same, the same, you want to qualify for Jannah. Yeah, you want to qualify as a doctor. Yeah, you want to qualify for Jannah. So the easy prescription is that you hold the Sahaba Kiram as your Imam. Like the coaches will keep the engine as the Imam. Wherever the coach is taking, wherever the engine is taking them, they're moving. So, we keep the Sahaba Kiram as our Imam. Wherever they are taking us, whichever direction, do this, don't do this, we will hold on to that, we will respect it, and 
with respect and with love and sincerity will follow them. So wherever they will reach, where the engine will reach, the coaches also will reach the same. We are the passengers, we are the passenger coaches, right? And they are the engine. If we keep ourselves connected to them, wherever they are reaching, inshallah, we also reach. Allah Ta'ala. الحمد لله القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحدوا الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم والبدع فإن البدع تهدي إلى المعصية ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ظل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تقنطوا من رحمة الله فتكون من الخاسرين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكون من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وأجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإنه يحب المتوكلين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له من يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون ويقول الله عز وجل في القرآن في القرآن الكريم والفرقان المجيد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا بظهر الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابه لا تتخذوهم أرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قلني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار قال عباد الله رحمكم الله إن أمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون قال الله تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر من الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين 
الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المضعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر يا الله لمن حمدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم 
بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله سبحان ربك رب العزة